Good morning, or afternoon, whatever you're in this podcast. Welcome to NBA Betting. We're going to have a, a few series of pods examining NBA futures, obviously, as, as news breaks. Like with Bogey Detroit, the M.A. Educo situation in Boston, we could reflect the futures there. We're going to discuss the MVP odds for a second. So again, according to DraftKings Sportsbooks and most sportsbooks, let's examine some of these and, and explain some long shots and, and kind of go through it, right? So the first thing is obviously, before we would jump in, okay, we we do know that like the NBA doesn't, and, and you know, this is a, a writer's award, so there's a lot of subjectivity to it, right? It doesn't necessarily mean these are the best players in the league or anything like that. However, what it usually indicates um, is two things. One, if someone does a statistical natural thing, right, where it's such an amazing statistical year they can't ignore it, or um, they're, you know, that's usually, and that's been unique, I would say, with, with Jokic recently, where Denver was a first-round exit team, but they still um, they still granted them the MVP in back-to-back years. I think Jokic is in the other three years in a row. That's just, that's just going to be tough. The bigger thing to look at is who's going to have the better, best regular season records, and who's going to be the best player on that team. Now, before we even jump in, I, I do think you look at the odds, and the odds, I think, clarify this. Um, it's probably, you know, at first glance, a two-person race between Luka and, and Giannis, and I think the odds indicate that. Luka's at plus 425. Giannis is at plus 600. Let's talk through them first, and let's go to some other ones down the line who could be surprising fits. So, I actually like Giannis at plus 600 more than Luca's at plus 425. Because, again, knowing the basis of record here, it's far more likely Milwaukee's going to be the better team between the two. Let's dissect both, both what they could do this upcoming regular season. So, Milwaukee last year I think finished with the... Uh, third best record, so they're behind Miami and Boston. Um, now, you look at those two teams, Miami is probably going to drop. They lost P.J. Tucker, um, as was discussed, you know, at Nassim, and um, they didn't really, you know, get any better. On top of that, they got guys who are aging, right? Kyle Lowry, I think, is aging. Um, you know, there's a lot of the penalty in Old Depot, and Duncan Robinson kind of played himself out of the rotation. Took the rotation and given they didn't do much, Miami's looking for a dip. Now, having said that, they have youth, which has some value in the league. And they're probably one of the most better player development teams in the NBA, right? Omer Yurtskin's one. Gabe Vincent kind of came out of nowhere. So there's always a possibility they could move some of those guys and do better. And if Miami finishes first or second, uh, it's going to be tough for Milwaukee. Obviously, you have Brooklyn kind of coming out of nowhere, right? So... Brooklyn has a chance to kind of do well, right? I, I saw the recent Simmons interview with J.J. Redick on the uh, old man in the three. And, look, he seems like he's going he's gonna to play. And Brooklyn's going to try to ensure less PR around him and all that. So I don't, I think Brooklyn's going to be a force. Kyrie's incentivized to play the full season. These are huge factors. Now, I'm not going to put anybody in Brooklyn in MVP watch because... All three of those players hurt each other, right? That's a common theme. 
And I'm sure you can make the same argument with Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee has three All-Stars and pseudo-All-Stars, but they tend to be more underrated, right? Like nobody looks at Chris Middleton as a star. Nobody looks at Drew Holiday as a star either. I would argue those are All-Stars. Uh, and obviously part of the reason Milwaukee's success, but that could hurt, you know, that, that, that doesn't necessarily hurt Giannis. So the question is, I think for Giannis to win, the Bucks probably have to be the one or two seed. And if they're the two seed, the one seed needs to come from a team that has an abundance of stars or someone who's not clearly, you know, the supreme person to win MVP, right? But the Bucks have a better chance to be the number one overall team in the league and have the best record, I think, amongst anybody next season. So, yeah, it's a plus 600 isn't, isn't bad. You know he's going to be in the conversation, right? Yeah. Like, if I just had to do the odds real quick, his, again, this is where it comes down to, like, when you make a claim that Giannis is going to win MVP at plus 600, it doesn't mean you think Giannis is necessarily going to win MVP. You think, well, you're getting 6-1 to one odds, so that, that entails what? Like a, a 15-ish, you know, a little better than 15, 18% shot. Well, I would say he's got better than an 18% shot. I say he's almost like one out of three, um, right? Where it's like him or Luca are two parts of that pie, and the other portion is, you know, the field. But if you were a betting man, I think this is, you know, MVP odds is a good one. If you want to double your money, get some plus money in here, um, and you hedge well, putting some money on those two is a good chance. Luca plus 425, I don't love it. I wish it was a little higher. But, look, he's, he's the favorite right now, plus 425. So let's determine what scenario has to happen for, for Luca to win and for Giannis to win. So Giannis, we already determined. I think the, the Bucks have to have, at worst, the second-best record in the East. And I think that's uh, there's a good chance they'll be one of the top two seeds. Last year, they had some health concerns. And I think I've noticed before, the East is kind of jam-packed, right? But, you know, look, not having Game 7 at home hurt. I think they're going to come with a little vengeance. I... I think there's a good chance the Bucks are the top team in the East. I, I think Giannis should be the favorite. Um, I think he's just the overall best player in the NBA. And if there's not another guy that, that is such an obvious emergence, he's got to get it. Let's go to Dallas, go to Luka. So first off, what's going to hurt Luka, could hurt him, is the standings. Okay, now you could say, well, look, Jokic won it last year and all that. True. Very true. Uh, at the same time, I think last year was, again, a similar year where you didn't have, like, one clear-cut statistical winner on a top-two seed. Giannis was closer, um, but it didn't help. What also aided Jokic winning was the other injuries that happened. So, Fulton Murray being out, Michael Porter Jr. being out. For Dallas, um, Christian Wood helps. They obviously lost Brunson. So, if that's a storyline, that helps Luka. Now, the question is, how good could Dallas be? What's the likelihood of where they finish? Let's we'll cite that for a second. So, look, I get they made the conference finals, but you got to figure, it's, it's curious to see where Phoenix is going to go, but right now, from a betting perspective, um, Golden State, Phoenix, the Clippers, um, are all slated to be better than them. Okay. Then you got Memphis as likely. So you're looking at a 4-5 scenario. Uh, and like Minnesota, New Orleans are creeping in there. So there's a good chance Dallas is closer to 4 through 6 than 1 through 3. 
Does that mean they could go deep in the playoffs? Yeah, this is a regular season award, though. Remember that. So Dallas's seeding finish is going to be a huge impact here. The other thing is, too, is going to be the other injuries. And can they push it? Well, we don't know who's going to get hurt. We do know Brunson isn't there. That helps, right? And if Brunson plays well in New York, that could help Luka's stature and the MVP even more. So, again, lots of factors here. Now, having said that, plus 425, the perfect scenario would be Dallas isn't going to finish with the number one seed. I don't think that's realistic. Luka's got to be healthy, um, which, yeah, that, that's totally fine. He's young and... Granted, he's not in the best shape, but I think that's a big thought for him. And he's, there's so much dependency on him. I think he, you know, as his numbers progress, he's going to have the he's going to have MVP numbers. That's for sure. The question is going to be: Is the team going to have the MVP finish? And I think just looking at what Memphis did without John Morant last year, um, you know, the Clippers uh, being in there, so that puts you at three Phoenix. I, I don't see him getting. You know, at best, a 3-4 a, a seed. So I think Luka really wins it. A couple things have to happen, okay? First, talk to the Milwaukee situation. Milwaukee probably has to drop the third, okay, in the in the East. Or Giannis has to get hurt. Because I think he's still the favorite. The second thing is, and, and by the way, Denver's still good. Jokic probably won't win three in a row. If Denver has the best record in the West, it's going to be hard not to give it to Jokic, okay? Forgot about Denver. But if so... Dallas, I think, has to be the 3-4 seed. For that to happen, those, you know, there's some oddities that have to happen up front. Um, and no one can emerge from a team above him or put such a statistical realm. So I don't, I don't love it. Having said that, it's, it's, I'm going to be hard-pressed to say Luka doesn't win an MVP award um, you know, anytime soon. So he does seem due. And I feel like the NBA was like, all right, well, Giannis already has two. Writers tend to do this as well, where they're like, we got to get this guy in, we got to get that guy in. And they're sort of this deserving award. So again, I think Luca, if I had to say Giannis is like, probably Giannis is actually probably at 40%. Luca is probably one out of four, 25%. But again, if you're getting plus 425, which is a little like 25%, it's a little better, those aren't bad. I think there's basically a two thirds chance that either Luca or Giannis win it. So even though it's plus 425, I don't love it. I probably look for other pricing and other sports books that have it a little better. Plus 450, plus 500, I feel better about to take Luca. Let's look at some of the other guys in the field and some other players that could, that could prop up given the plus, the plus odds are uh, even greater, right? So at the next slate here, let's look at Embiid, Durant, Jokic, and Tatum. So Embiid's at plus 650. Grant plus 800, Jokic plus 900, Tatum plus 1200. We're talking about Curry at plus 1200, and John Morant at plus 1500. Okay, talk about Embiid for a second. I really don't like Embiid at plus 650. I think, granted, I get he was in the MVP discussion. Um, I, I think with a healthy Harden, you know, here's the problem. It's a blessing and a curse with Philly. Let me explain. In order for the Sixers, in order for Embiid to get MVP, he, the Sixers have to be a top three team in the East. I think last year the record going to 4-5 kind of hurt, and it was close, and kind of a weak MVP year last year. Let's just be honest. I don't think most years they would give it that easily. And also, like again, I, I do think you can make an army Giannis probably should have gotten it. The other thing is, Embiid's 
typically hurt, so that's going to be a, a tough call for him. Plus 650. Um, you know, I, I don't... I just think he's, he's hurt way too often um, for you to feel confident about that. But here's the bigger thing. For the Sixers to finish with a top three record, which is, I think, what they what it'd be, would need to get into the MVP race, Harden would have to have a good year. So you get the catch 22 here. If Harden has a really good year... I think that hurts Embiid's MVP, right? This is how it typically happens. If a team has another star in it, it's very hard to give that player MVP, even if he's the best player in the league. It's usually the best player, and it wasn't really anybody else. Harden still has decent PR, and if he has a comeback year, and the Sixers even finished first or second, right, a lot of voters for this award are going to be like, yeah, he was great, but Harden was great too, and that's going to eat into some of those votes, which hurts Embiid's case. So I don't see a scenario, and again, on the flip, if Harden has a down year, and a B kind of picks it up. I can't envision them being better than the 5-4. I, I think the Sixers are the most uh, overrated team in the league coming into the year. So because of all that, really don't like uh, Embiid at plus 650. Okay. Um, moving on, looking at Jokic. So look, look. We're looking at Durant rather plus 800. Same thing, right? So for the Nets to have a really good year, obviously Durant has to have a great year. But I think you do need a healthy, a healthy Kyrie Irving and Simmons. It's the same thing. Like for Durant to be in the MVP, probably to be top three, top four, which it can be. But look, I like Simmons as a most improved player candidate for sure. Kyrie's gonna have a good bounce back here, but again, those things hurt Durant. So you don't want to tackle guys of other stars on the team unless they're gonna finish first, and even then. Um, it's just not a good you know, storyline for the league. The league thinks about that. Now, look, the, a lot of writers aren't going to want to give Durant a legacy award. And, the, the, like, Durant wins it in a year next year where, like, everybody kind of does the following. Like, if Giannis plays two-thirds of the year, Bucks finish third, Luka uh, has a good year, but Mavs finish, like, sixth, um, you know, then if the Nets are top four, Durant's healthy and having a good year, I mean, you know, he, he's in there, but given the odds that it's plus 800, uh, now, I, I don't touch it. I just, I do think the league and the writers, you know, the only thing going for him is like kind of the legacy award, as I noted, um, but mm, that's going to be a tough call for me, uh, given all that. It's just too tough, too tough for me to, to get behind. All right, let's, um, let's talk about Jokic plus 900. So, like, again, Jokic, I feel like, would be a better candidate if he just didn't win back-to-back years. You can't get three MVPs in a row. That's insane. He would have to have a beyond phenomenal year to do it. So here's the parameters. Like, again, we have to ask those, like, what would Jokic need to do? So, again, just to summarize, for Durant to win, you kind of need to have this, like, year where, like, no one really stands out. It's more of a legacy award. Joel Embiid, there's no scenario I see him winning because, again, I talked about the catch-22. I just don't think it happens. Um, but for everybody else, you know, um, you know, the, the, um, for Jokic, Denver has to have the best record in the league. I mean, they have the best record in the West for Jokic to win it. He's got to have the same stats he put up last year, and they have to have the best record. And that, again, that means Murray is back and is decent, and Michael Porter Jr. is back and decent, right? 
So both of those things have to happen, but again, I don't, I don't see it, right? Which is part of it. But I think um, that, that takes it out of it. Pulse 900, that's just tough. That's gonna be tough. Uh, I mean, who wins three MVPs in Ulster Jordan? Unless we're going to say Jokic is one of the best centers of all time, he's not going to finish there for plus 900. So don't throw your money away at Jokic. All these writers, everybody's going to have an aneurysm if he gets to, uh, voted in. It just, it's a crazy, crazy gamble. I don't like it with the money. I don't, I don't care. Plus 1,200, Jason Tatum. Okay. Hear me out on this one. Are you going to tell me, Aton, you're a Celtics homer? You know, get out of here. Okay, we're talking about 12 to 1, which means does he have a better than 8.5% chance to win it? Here's a scenario that Tatum needs to win MVP. First of all, the backlash of the Celtics offseason and what it's done to the franchise, I think you're going to have potential sympathy from voters um, on the Celtics situation. Not, not, not for the people involved, namely Ima Aduko, but like if. I, I'll say this. I think. Amy Duca did a great job to an extent, right? He got them to the finals and all that. But there's a good chance. I, I didn't love his in-game stuff. I didn't like his rotation so much running two bigs. If Joe Mazzulla comes in here, and the Celtics have a great bounce back here, and they finish the number one record in the East, which they were slated to do betting-wise. Do I think they're going to do it? No, but the money does. Okay. So the Celtics finish with the best record in the East, which, again, according to the books, they will. And that could mean they have the best record overall. They're going to be in that in that range. Like, they're over under was 54 and a half. So there's a 50% chance or so, given that, they'll finish with 55 or more wins. If they do that, and that's the best record, and Tatum is the best player on the best team, I'm sorry, those are really good odds. And I'll explain why. So, organically, his, his, you know, numbers will progress to go. Like, he should be playing a small ball four in this unit, given the Celtics' injuries. He's going to be playing a small ball four. So the injuries to Robert Williams to start the year help him statistically. That means he's going to get more rebounds from defensive metrics that help. Okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is, because of that, he's also going to be relied upon for more minutes. So now instead of playing 33, 34 minutes to start the year, again, the Celtics are thin up front and Gallinari went down. You know, what are you going to rely on? Sam Hauser? The Gallinari injury helps Tatum's MVP because Gallinari would have played... 15, 20 minutes or more, I would have spelled Tatum. Now you don't you don't get to spell him that much, which means more reliance on Grant Williams. If you're a new coach in the league, you need to make a name. And Joe Mazzulla, new coach, realizes, look, I got one year. This team is expected to make the finals and win. I need to put out a plan that gets us to win the championship for me to extend my NBA coaching career. And for Joe, look, he probably extends it, his coaching career, beyond this year if they make the conference finals or further. Another team is going to like him and, and like what he did. But I think he's going to rely on Tatum a lot. Um, and that means more minutes, and the hope is not as many injuries, and that just means more numbers for Tatum. So Tatum is not pace to score 26 points a game. If he just has a minute increase, it doesn't even improve. And with Williams out, it's a 27-8 uh, season for him. He was 26-6. and six. you got to figure more rebound opportunities, especially with Horford there. Someone's got to pick up some of those rebounds. Um, and then again, given the lack of depth behind him, they're going to rely on him more. So I think Tatum at plus 1,200 is fantastic MVP odds. Fantastic. 
Now, again, we talked about it. The chances of the Celtics finishing with the best record, right? Not low. So, over under 54 and a half. I, I think this should be better. I think if I had to be, um, you know, better here, I'm not saying he's got the best odds, right? But again, eight and a half percent. So, look, Giannis and Luca should be one and two, no question. But Tatum should have the third best odds. And the fact that he's further down here was great value, plus 100. If you make those three bets, um, I think you're going to be in, you know, a chocolate plus money, right? So if you put 10 bucks on Giannis, 10 bucks on Luca, and 10 bucks on uh, Tatum, let's say, and again, you can just multiply this to figure out the numbers further down the road. Tatum wins, you basically put in 30 bucks, you won 120, you won four times your money. If, if Giannis wins, you doubled your money, you went from 30 to 60. And if Luca wins, you went from 30 to, you know, 425. Okay? Luca's kind of your insurance a little bit. I really like Tatum as the third person here. Or, like, look, again, if you want to really kind of go for it and win to hedge it to an extent where Luca's the insurance guy that just pays you back, fine. But Tatum at plus 1200, really, really like that bet. Again, he's got a chance to be the best player on the best team in the league, which typically does well. In a year where there's only too many cooks in the kitchen, he might sneak through. And he could get one of these like one-time MVP awards. It's totally plausible, like Derek Rose. So, um, you know, what hurts him is people are going to argue, like, is he better than Durant? And I think he's so similar built to Durant. It might not be better. That that kind of hurts him. Um, but that's probably the only thing that does. Beyond him, you got Curry at plus 1,200. John Morant plus 1,500. LeBron plus 1,800. Kawhi plus 3,000. Okay. Let's talk through this. So... So Curry at plus twelve hundred, don't like it. Look, they're not going to trade Jordan Poole. They're going to want to repeat. They know in order to do that, they need to rest Curry. They just won it last year. I don't think there's a lot of pressure for Golden State to win it again. They showed to the world, hey, we can win it without KD. That was basically the subtext of their storybook championship last year. Okay, it's fantastic. Uh, plus twelve hundred. I'm not getting good money on that. Again, for Golden State to win, they have to pretty much be the best team in the West or, or top three team. Now, there could be sort of this, like, aftermath. Um, uh, um, there could be this aftermath, right, um, with, uh, with Curry and stuff. So uh, don't, don't really love that. Um, Draw Moreno plus 1500, I like, right? Again, we talk about the, the I don't like it at 1500. I wish it was a little bit bigger. I like Tatum more at plus 1200. That's going to be the comparable book you're looking at for the long term, long term odds. Um, the one thing I would say about um, Morant is they were so good without him. But again, Memphis has got a chance to be the best team in the West. If you're the best team in the West and the best player on the best team, could be good. His numbers need to get higher, though, right? And again, like they lost Kyle Anderson, so I don't know how good they're going to be. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be healthy, but he's underrated. Morant could put up 25-8, and eight, okay? And that gets him in a discussion. So I think pick your poison between Morant and Tatum. For the third guy that you take, that you take the, the long haul play with. Now, again, if you're, you want to take both, and hedge, but then if Luca wins it, you're only winning, you know, 25% increase. That's your call. But 
Um, I, I don't mind running a plus 1500 again. I think it should be closer to plus 1800. Really, to wrap this up, um, LeBron plus 1800, he's just not going to play enough. Um, now, again, he could get a legacy award like Durant, so that's possible. Um, but I, I don't, I think they're going to have to rest him. The bigger play here for the Lakers is actually Anthony Davis, who you know, really needs to be plus money. And Davis here is at plus 6,000, which, again, you're talking about, you know, 60 to 1. It's a good long shot bet uh, if you wanted to play around. I like that better than, than LeBron at 18 to 1. The other underrated guy here is Kawhi Leonard, plus 3,000, 30 to 1. I don't hate it. The question is, is he going to play enough games? So the Clippers, again, have a chance to be the best team, uh, but they're going to rest Kawhi. He's going to play 55, 60 games, and you know that's just going to be a thing against them, which is why I don't like it. So um, I think – and then the other big bets is really no other guys. Booker plus 3,000. Like, I'm just not so high in Phoenix. So o- overall, I think if you want to be super safe, you split Luka and Giannis. Call it a day. That's totally fair. You could double your money and more with Luka. You could – if you do that, so you could put 20 bucks in. And you could triple it if, if Giannis hits. If you want to do a couple long shots, Sean Moran at Tatum. Tatum plus 1,200. Ja plus 1,500. Those work. If you want to go pretty crazy, Kawhi plus 3,000 is interesting. But I think Anthony Davis at plus 6,000 um, uh, as well. So, yeah. But again, I, I, I think Tatum at plus 1,200 is super, super interesting. Um, a lot of these guys could cancel each other out. I get they have Jalen Brown. Um, but I don't think people really feel like there's a third star there. Best player and best team. They have the best chance to do that. Him and Morant. And I think Boston's got a probably better chance to be the best team in the league than Memphis. Um, you know. And then again, you know, Morant's coming from a smaller market. I mean, that's going to be your, your probably your top five finish. I think you're going to have... Luke Giannis in 1-2 in some order. I think you're going to have Tatum and Morant either at, th- at some combination between 3, 4, 5. And then, but again, like Embiid might sneak in as a third guy. He's got no chance to be in the top two. You know, if this was a race to who's going to have, you know, more than X amount of MVP votes, it's a different story. Um, but they'll, they'll put Embiid Jokic at the third slot. So that's my top five finish. But yeah, Tatum could sneak in. AD plus 6,000. Look, the Lakers, I think if they did a better job with their depth, I'd feel better. Um, but, look, look, their over-under is, is ninth or 10th seed. And you can't, you can't bring your MVP of the league from the ninth or 10th seed team. I get Russell Westbrook. It was a, kind of an anomaly. He averaged triple-double and all that. But probably not a... Not very realistic. 